Welcome everyone, this is MMA Marks. Today is April 4th. What's up everybody? We got a great show coming up for you today. We're going to recap UFC on ESPN2, Mr. Gaethje versus Edson Barboza. Then we're going to get into some current news. Then me and Buddy are going to go back and forth on building the perfect fighter. Can't wait to do that. We got a lot of debate and uh, we're going to jump right in. How you doing, buddy? You're doing great, man. You know, uh, I'm a well, I'm a little off. I don't really know what to do with myself. <laughs> Saturday, there's no fights on. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is an off week for us. Yeah. But you know, I got WrestleMania on Sunday. Yeah, but I don't know what to do with myself on Saturdays without the fights. <laughs> I know, I know. Feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah. And uh, well, a little side note. Me and Ricky did not watch these fights live that we just watched. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, we both got a little busy. And uh, I had fun at the racetrack watching cars drag race. That was a great time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can't wait to go again. Yeah, what What was your best car did you see down there? Well, or the I, craziest car, I should say. See, what I like about it is the loud noises of the tires burning out, the smell of the fumes and the tires. and Let's get high. I really don't, I really don't care about, like, who wins. It's just cool to watch the fight. I mean, um, watch the cars just go down, fucking blast, and they got motorcycles too. Oh yeah, see any crashes? No, but no crashes. Lots of betting. Lots of betting. There you go. Everybody holding up money, like I got the far car. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I went down there when I was a kid, and they had the the jet limos and the crazy funny cars. But I haven't been down there as an adult. I'm sure it's different. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's probably about the same. Yeah? Still cash only. Every, everything's cash only. It's kind of old school. Oh, yeah. That's Capital Raceway, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we got back on, uh, I think it was Sunday, we actually took the time to watch the fights. Yeah, we watched it Sunday morning, pretty much, or started early. Yeah, we... Or we tried to. Yeah. So, you want to start at the beginning of this, at the early prelims, and work our way back? <laughs> um, well, let, let's let's skip around and uh, okay. What did you think? Choose the fights to talk about here. Okay, you're up, son. Let's see. My f- the fight I was uh, excited to see was Sadiq Yusuf. Uh, okay, and you know that's he's a Nigerian born, but trains out of Maryland. Right. Who was he? He was up against. He was fighting Shamar. Morais. Okay. And, um... This is a 145 fight, correct? Yeah. Okay. I mean, and he had a war with this guy. Yeah. But clearly won. Yeah. He, he didn't have much... I mean, it, it was a competition. It was back and forth a little bit. But you could see that he definitely had him on a strike. And that yeah, guy's yeah. a fucking savage. I think, I think yeah, he just... I don't know. His fighting style just reminds me of a homeless man fighting for his life. <laughs> he's he's intense. He is he is like this is my last day on earth, and I will beat your ass just to do it. Kind of fighter. Yeah, I like that about him. How about uh, Paul Craig? Oh fuck, Paul Craig! <laughs> you were so mad. I, don't I know was why. so mad. I don't look, man. It, he he was fighting an awkwardly tall guy. Uh, pretty much getting his ass whooped for three rounds. Yeah. And then he, he pulled off the nice triangle choke, dude. He's he's pretty quick with it, too. Like 
It was. It was. He low. adjusted. I think. Yeah, now, I'm a jiu-jitsu practitioner. Uh, normally, that's that's what I do. So this fight was Paul Craig versus Kenny. Uh, uh, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna try and sign this, but I doubt I'm gonna get it. Uh, new Chequick. I think there was a couple of clicks and whistles you missed in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, this guy Kenny was whipping up on Paul Kennedy. Oh, sorry, Kennedy. This guy Kennedy was whipping up on Paul pretty much the whole fight. It had him on his back, and after a while, you like, well, the striker. You kind of root for the striker over the grappler after after a while after seeing this guy getting beat up. And then I think it was uh, the third round or, yeah, third round, the striker made a mistake of giving uh, his arm and his head in in guard. Yeah. And Paul took advantage of it and sunk in this sick-ass fucking triangle like nobody's business. Like you would – it kind of reminded me of a death roll with an alligator. (laughs) Yeah, and like – uh, I don't know. Do you remember? It was like almost like he was going to contest that he didn't tap when he was tapping his ass. Oh, my God. That guy. Quickly, he was like, yeah, I can't. I can't think that. Hell no. Because he was basically like uh, slapping his ass because he was like stabbing. He, he It was like all it was all John Craig's weight on top of him pretty much at, so, the, at the end of the submission. Yeah. Paul Craig is in is in guard at the time. So he's on the bottom and Kennedy puts his arm in one arm in and his head in and he grabs the arm that's extended and pulls it into him and locks in a triangle as he locks in the triangle. Uh, Kennedy pushes his weight forward to relieve the pressure while Paul sinks in that, that triangle deeper and pulls him across him and actually uses his momentum and does kind of a backwards roll and lands up into top mount on this guy's throat. There's no way you're getting out of that triangle at that point. Oh, he was tapping right away. I mean, that it just tightens it even tighter than it already was. It was uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, I've been in that situation, and your vision goes from 180 degrees to about 10 degrees real fucking quick. And you get all dizzy, and you don't know where you are or what's going on. Yeah. And it's, and it's, you have nothing, you have no other choice but to tap if you're conscious because you know that you're about to either die or pass out. Yeah. So what do you, what was your take on Karate Hottie versus Carolina Kowalska? Yeah, I had to look at it again because I know I would butcher that name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I knew Michelle Waterson was, was uh, going to win that from jump. Just because of Carolina or Carolina, Carolina wasn't. She's never that aggressive. Yeah, and like she just looked scared to be in the, just be in the uh, cage with her. Yeah. Like at first, like even the uh, I, I don't remember who was commentating, but I remember the commentator saying, "Yeah, don't don't be fooled by her uh, demeanor and the way she looks. She once once the ring, bell rings, she she goes into warrior mode or whatever they said." Uh, she stayed scared the whole fight, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh, Karate Hattie kept her on her jab, even with her feet. Yeah. Out of range the whole the whole fight. And it was it, it was almost, uh, it was very telling that she could dictate the pace from where, where Karate Hattie wanted to, to do it. Warson was all over her, pretty much like, I'll just kick you, kick you, jab you, kick you, jab you. 
Yeah, and and when she did finally, when uh, Kolokavich finally did clinch up, mm-hmm. she tried to um, body lock her, and that's not a good idea because uh, Michelle Waterson grabbed that headlock and did the uh, what is it a whizzer? I think it is where you take your leg oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. She dumped her on her head immediately. Yeah, got on top of her. And the one thing about Waterson's game is that she she once she gets top mount or top anything, she's yeah. gonna hold it. She don't play around. No, she's gonna hold it and hold it good. And that's what she did. She held side control, and she made a a great case for a unanimous victory. And that's what that's what happened in the end. Yeah, I mean, I who should go next? The winner of the Rose and Andrade, I would guess. A hundred percent. She has to have a title shot. Yeah. And I think I think she had a good sh- chance of winning. Yeah, I mean, and she, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, I remember she was saying she wants to be the first mother to have a title. UFC champion. Yeah. yeah. And she can do it. Yeah. She can do it. Uh, I I don't doubt her at all. I actually think she's can a you bad. Say milf? Oh yes. <laughs> yes, we can milk, 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 milk. But um. Yes, I think she can definitely. I think she's a bad matchup for Rose. Rose is very uh, rangy too, yeah. but with the kicks, puts her puts Waterson in a better range than Rose. I think Andrade is going to beat Rose. You think so? Yeah. That wouldn't be a good matchup for Waterson, <laughs> but yeah. un, if, but if Rose beats Andrade, then that's a good fight for Waterson. Yeah, so next we got Josh Emmett knocking the fucking shit out of Michael Johnson. He dropped like a fucking tree. It was awesome. Did I say round one or round three? When you, I, I can look back, but I'm pretty sure you said first round. That's normally what you do. You don't say third round knockout too often. Bro, look at it. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let's, let's go back in the notebook. I'm breaking out the notebook now. All right. <laughs> Right, let's go back. Okay. Uh, Josh Emmett, you said second round left hook. Uh, you said second round left hook is what you said. Dude, I was loving the way he was fighting, by the way. Did you – like, okay, so he there's like a, a whole story behind it where he got really fucked up his last fight. Who, Josh Emmett? Yeah. He was okay. in the hospital for a long time. Really? Well, the sur- like when they did the surgery on his orbital bone or something, they fucked up, and then he had to go back, and then he like got to the point where he, like he couldn't even breathe on his own for a second. Shut the fuck up! Like he got like it, for him to be back and doing this is amazing. When when I heard his story, I don't remember what he was on, who was interviewing him, but he went over the whole story. Wow, I gotta check that out. I don't know about that. I want to say it was on um, UFC Unfiltered. Okay, but whatever. Who cares? I like a good comeback story. Yeah, and. Uh, when he when he fought Johnson, right? Johnson was had, his footwork was pretty good. Let's be clear on this: Michael Johnson won round one and round two. Yeah, but what I, what I'm trying to get at though, his foot Michael Johnson's footwork was working very well for him. It was he was piecing what, he was piecing Josh Emmett up. That's what Johnson was doing was like out footwork in my you know what I mean? I think that's what kind of was winning on the fight. Yeah, he didn't know where to go. He didn't know how to cut the ring off. But like the way, the way he moved, he was moving a lot slower 
But I think it's because he was looking for that one punch. That's all it was. It was and, and, and it was kind of weird how he was doing that weird head movement, but I kind of liked it at the same time. Oh, well, he, he would was just duck. Duck, duck and, and like kind of like almost uh, he would do the like you. a chicken or something. He would do the you. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would duck and go under. And then he was just being up. super awkward and shit. It was, it was, I mean, but it was, didn't it was a good awkward. Didn't remind you a little bit of jerkiness? Uh, I guess a little, little bit. Like little herky jerky, hesitant, and but, then he would throw the hook. That's my favorite kind of match, though. You do Fair like fight. you do like those where where it's one punch. Where you know we know the objective of the guy. He just wants that one punch. <laughs> it's like like a Hendo type of deal, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he got that punch. He did. And, oh my God, did he? And you did. Like I didn't see it coming when it happened. I was like, oh, at this point, it's it's automatic. Johnson was winning every round. <laughs> technically, I mean, he yeah. was piecing him up. Out, out moving him footwork wise and then he just dropped that left hand and then clip classic he was winning until he wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that's true he got fucking knocked out and when he when he got hit dude you did it was just like it was so weird because he stiffened up and then fell like a tree yeah and it was like <laughs> it's kind of cool <laughs> your voice went like your phone because you were <laughs> but can we all disagree that and I'm, I'm not trying to attack the guy, but Michael Johnson, with his hair like that, kind of looks like a crackhead. He's got those, like, real buggy eyes. Well, he, it looked like, I guess, I can't, now let's, let's be real. We do know a lot of fighters, and fighters are very superstitious. And some fighters have the, the superstition of, I'm not going to cut my hair, I'm not going to shave, I'm not going to do anything until after I win. That's a lot of fighters do that and it works for some fighters and i think this is just part of that case i don't know because his, his hair has been hasn't been like grown continuously it seems like he's staying at the same range yeah but he he needed to look like he needed to clean up a little bit but whatever <laughs> whatever he's on the ground now yep i think he's still on the ground now, how about David Branch getting subbed out immediately? Fuck David Branch. David Branch didn't <laughs> retire, yo. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I know I, yeah, confu- well. I confuse him with De- uh, Derek Brunson a lot, but <laughs> but every fight that David Branch is in, it's very quick and it's over. And he's not on the receiving end of it. The only thing about David Branch that he has going for him, in my opinion, is what? 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 He has a first round knockout of. Tiago Santos, who's fighting for the light heavyweight title July 6th. Yeah, Tiago Santos must have been drunk that day. That was, Dude, that was he has a crazy. first round knockout of Tiago Santos. I see I seen the highlight. I, I, I see the highlight because UFC plays it every time he has a fight. But it's like after that, it's like everybody well, beats his ass. He's obviously got skills if he has that on him. Mu- he must have a skill. He must have something, but I just don't see it. I don't. Let me remember his, his first fight. In now, now I will say this. I will say now. Let's go. Let's let's paint the picture real quick. David Branch. This is a middleweight fight. It's a co-main event. It's David Branch versus Jack Hermanson. And Jack Hermanson actually got a very very difficult choke in. Yeah. And we got. I gotta give credit where credit is due. Everybody tries this move. Ortega. Everybody yeah. tries this. Arm and guillotine that's very hard to get, and he made it look very easy like he practiced it, <laughs> or like it was an adult playing with a kid. It kind of, yeah, it did. It did. It looked like it looked like okay, for those who do jujitsu, it looked like a purple belt schooling a white belt. That's what it looked like. 
it, it was like, okay, here, oh, yeah, you walk into the choke. Okay, look, oh, you think you're safe? No, you're not. Good night. And then he yeah. tapped. It, it was really quick. I almost, because they were brands, I'm pretty sure he's like a, a black belt jujitsu. And Don't say that out loud. No, I'm pretty sure he is. I hope not. Because um, if you get caught with an arm and guillotine and you're a black belt, you well, got fucking problems. I want to problems. say, I think this is a case of underestimating him. I hope so. I hope so. He's just like, this motherfucker trying to miss on me. Yeah. I'm get right out. I, no, you didn't. You thought, motherfucker. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> thought wrong. You got to jump the fuck out quick. <laughs> now we got the main event. The main event was pretty cool. God. Look, uh, now, I wasn't, I'm not a fan of either fighter, per se. You hate Barboza. I just, I just see the holes. I see the weakness. He needs to put wrap it up. <laughs> or he needs to tie it up. Or whatever. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. He, like, he drops his hands too much. I like Barboza. I, you can like him all you want. Terry Adam. What about him? Terry Adam. Exactly. Who is that? He got knocked out. That's all. That's his claim to fame is getting he knocked out. Him. Yeah, he killed him. And, and <laughs> that's it. That's all Terry Adam is. It's a highlight. <laughs> a highlight knockout. Okay. He did. If he would. If he. If he'd have went on and did something else other than get knocked out by Edson Barbosa, Barbosa could talk. Barbosa looks like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he though? A little bit. Like, he, looks, little bit. he looks like what you would imagine an alien trying to look like a human looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just something I was thinking about. <laughs> oh man, that vape got you on point, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, all right. Gaethje hurt him with the leg kick, and then like it just—it was a battle with the leg kicks, and I—I I thought it would be. I mean, Gaethje got the better. Yeah, yeah, I think he did a little bit. Now this is now. Did you hear about the uh, what is it? The protest that he's that he's saying happened. Who? Barbosa. No. Okay, so what Barbosa is saying is that his knockout. So. For those who didn't see the fight or who those are listening and don't understand what we're talking about, um, Justin Gaethje walked down at some Barbosa, gets him on the cage, and as Barbosa is trying to cover up and kind of circle out, he gets clipped and gets gets a I think it was a right hook right to the chin and dropped him. Yeah, well, because as soon as he gets clipped, he's or when he gets clipped and he's trying to recover. He starts circling to Barbosa's right. I mean, he's circling to Gaethje's right. Yeah, that was an idiotic move. Why would you do that on and the right hand? Perfect, right to the fucking chin. And, it, and and he just gets knocked out that way. So what Barbosa is saying now is that the reason he was circling out is because he didn't see because he got poked in oh, the eye. Okay. He got no, poked no, no, in the no, no, eye. No, 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 no. And I'm like, come on, man. No, that Can't. eye poke was nasty. It was, but you. Bro, did you see the pictures afterwards? Yeah. That was a. See, eye pokes. And I'm okay. Well, what can you do? You can't do anything to stop. Dude, they need to start punishing people more for that. They like, they have they no, have, no, no, but no. it wasn't blatant. It wasn't blatant like like Megan Anderson or John Jones. It wasn't a blatant punch or a blatant poke to the eye like that. It would. He was coming in and he had him on the cage, and he didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. It wasn't. It was not like he did that on purpose. It wasn't Captain Insano poke you in the eye, but I mean you. Even if you get poked in the eye like that, you don't say that that's the reason you got knocked out. You take your lumps like a man. So, yeah. I mean, that, that that's how I would view it. 
in, in a fighting situation. Yeah, you got clipped and yeah, you got knocked out. Take it like a man. Um, be a Robbie Lawler in that situation. Yes, you got knocked out. You'll have another fight. Guaranteed, man. Yeah, You're not on your way out. Yeah, I get you. So after the fight or whatever, it, it was like all over the headlines like Gaethje. I mean, um, Joe Rogan said that Gaethje's literally the most violent person in MMA. What? He's like, I forget how he worded it, but it was like super cool because it's Joe Rogan. Yeah. But it was like, you know, in such a violent sport, I can easily say Gaethje's the most violent man in there. Well, he is. Him and Diego Sanchez, I would say, is the most engaging of fighters. Well, I was going to say that him saying that kind of puts, in my eyes, would put a good matchup between Gaethje versus Ferguson. Because Ferguson kind of fancies himself as like a... Aggressive fighter. A violent fighter. Right. He's like, it's violence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he says that. So, I mean, that could set up a good fight for them. It could, but if, if you're Ferguson, would you want to take that fight? I mean, I wouldn't want to. If I'm Ferguson, I'm thinking that's I'm a step. Ferguson, I'm that's a step the next back. Fight that gets offered to me because you already look bad. Yeah, he does look bad with all the <laughs> so, PR that he's going through. Um, yeah, I guess that would be the best next fight, uh, considering all the crap that he's gone through. But even still, I mean, that is a step back from the title. He has to. He has to beat Gaethje in devastating fashion. To, to like come out ahead yeah. in that in that situation, and all Gaethje needs to do is win. Yeah, well, so talking about uh, Ferguson, kind of just segues right into the to fight news and stuff. Uh, I'll touch into this first. Ferguson and McGregor kind of been going at um, Khabib. Um, this McGregor shit's getting fucking old. Okay, keep going. Go. Well, Ferguson was pretty funny. Did okay, see, I, did, I did not see any of the Ferguson comments. I've only seen Khabib and Connor comments. Well, it seems like that they're having a Twitter war over who gets to fight Khabib. But what? obviously McGregor's winning because he's got more of a fan base. Well, yeah, that's like now. Now, for somebody who's retired, supposedly, come on, man, what the fuck? I mean, if you're if you're gonna say retired, why are you even ranked anymore? He's ranked number two right now. Like, get the fuck out of here, you. McGregor infuriates me because he is a good hype man, but he is a he's an okay fighter. He, well, he's a good entertaining entertainer. Yeah, right, right. He builds a he builds a fight better than anybody else on the planet, which is fine. He he, he even outbuilds fights on Mayweather, which he is, should take Dana White's job. Well, he can't. The thing is, he can build for himself. He can't build for anybody else. I was else. about to say that would be a train wreck. That would be a train wreck. He would. He would. He would run at UFC into the fucking ground. We're taking over. <laughs> no, he needs to be in a in a in a sport like UFC, or I mean, in like a sport like WWE. Yeah. But the thing is, will he work with other people? I don't think so. I think I, don't I think, think he, he needs to just chill back and just relax and just let the world be. He should retire. Right, he has I, no. I love the idea of him being retired now. I do too. Sell your whiskey, make your movies, do go whatever. fuck yourself. <laughs> Pretty much, go fuck yourself. Okay, so uh, the tweet that I was talking about, I just went and found it. It's all right. Tony Ferguson. It's tiramisu Tuesday crew. Wonder what's on the menu for Khabibur. 
Khabibur. <laughs> you know. I'll take that. Go ahead, Khabibur. Go ahead. <laughs> that was so funny to me. And he, and he had like a Deadpool gif. Like, like oh. And, you know, um, the first thing Conor McGregor said was, don't be scared of the rematch, you scurrying little rat. You do what you're told like you always do. Then he and then he went to getting drunk in the middle of the night and saying, "Your wife's a towel." You gotta slow the fuck down on that shit, man. Look, that's what got your ass beat the last time. Was fucking around and talking. To, look, two things you don't do to another man is talk about his wife and talk, talk about his family in general. Talk about his family and talk about his religion. Yeah. Those are those are two. You cross the line, you get your ass beat for real. It's no longer it's no longer a, a sport contest at that point. It's I'm going to fucking hurt you. Yeah. That's what it, it. Well, I mean, it's like, it's, it's even for most fan for most fans or most people in general, it's like, we're watching, we want entertainment. Yeah. We like hearing, Oh, I'll fuck you up or something, you know, but it's like when you cross the line to that point, you're no longer entertaining us. It's literally, most of us are disgusted by this. Like, bro, why are you attacking a dude's wife? And, uh, why are you attacking his religion? Like, we don't want all this, like, real, real controversial shit going down. It's unnecessary. It's unneeded. It's just a competition between two men. If you want to have a competition, have a competition. But if you want to attack a man personally, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to reap the repercussions of that action. And I'm, I'll tell you right now, Russians don't fuck around. Well, I mean, I'm, and, and, and Muslims. You know, point, well, and, and you got both of them in that. You point. got a lot of extremists, extreme Muslims. You know? Right, and, and it's, it's like it, it only it, it's only bring it's only bringing more of a divide in the world. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's not it's not doing no positive. You're, you're not helping nothing, dude. And like, and I was even telling telling some people like, dude, if that rematch does happen, because a lot of people are like, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, because it's like I'm honestly kind of like nervous for that to happen. And I said, I swear, I hope it's overseas. From, I don't. I, <laughs> no, it definitely. It's gonna be in, if it's gonna be anywhere. It's gonna be in Russia. They'll kill him. I know they he will. will. Literally die. <laughs> I know they will. But that's the only way that right. that if I was Khabib, that I would take that fight. Did you know? Uh, so so they, they went back and forth. They 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 were taking jabs at one another. Nobody's innocent. Khabib's not innocent either. No, I mean he was calling him a rapist. Well, and also I'm I'm saying like even as a as a person like okay, so McGregor's a piece of shit in a lot of ways. Yeah, Khabib is also. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that a lot of people bring up is when he was talking to a lot of women over whatever uh, big thing, like, you know, personal talk. Somebody asked him, what do you have any tips for a woman trying to be an MMA fighter? And then he says a line like, you should stay at home and and, and, and fight with your man every night and fin- always finish him. Right, right. So, so he's he's very, very anti women. He's, he's misogynistic. He's not anti women. He's just misogynistic, <laughs> which is fine. But that's I'm now from now. I'm speaking out of turn, and I don't know this for a fact. But from my experience, it's just my opinion that most Muslims are very misogynistic people, where they believe that their woman, the woman's place is in the home and in the kitchen, and that's fine. That's what they believe, or that's what. That's what I believe they believe, in my opinion. I'm not trying to start no shit. But that's how he was asked that in a very he's in a Muslim in a pro Muslim yeah, country at that time. And somebody tried to try to ask him that to trip him up. Because, you know, he's towing the, the company line 
as far as UFC is concerned. And then they're like, well, what about women's MMA? And he's like, ah, look, man, the women's place is in the home. It's not in it's not in MMA. I don't know because it wasn't very innocent because he's talking about sex and stuff. No, I, I didn't say he was innocent. I just I'm said saying, that's the man's belief. They're both not the greatest people. No, they're not. And why should they be? They're fighters. They're not fucking no, I'm just saying, politicians. No, no, what I'm saying is there's not really a good guy in the situation between the two of them. Right. A lot of times it's there's a good guy, bad guy in, in a controversial situation. Okay. Both not, they're both not that great. No. Um, but the thing is – I wouldn't mind Khabib retiring at this point. That's not going to happen. I'm, I'm like over it, dude. Let's let's get some more fights. He, he He's only going to fight once a year. No. Oh. I think I think it, I think a champion needs to fight at least twice a year. That's just me. Yeah, or, or defend or vacate McNuggets. <laughs> <laughs> but McNuggets has never defended any title. Period. Yeah. And that's my that's my big issue with him. All you McGregor fans out there thinking that Connor's so great and that he's the best thing since sliced fucking bread. He's never defended a title ever. No matter what you say, he's never defended a title. And if you want to be a champion in my book, you have to defend your belt to be a true champion. Anybody can get beat on any day, yeah, but it takes a champion to defend your fucking title. And he's the type that will tap early. Yeah, well, we've seen that twice, right? Yeah, and I've never went back, but he also tapped the Drew Duffy way back in the day. <laughs> I never went and looked at that match. Yeah, that doesn't fucking matter. So it's three times he's tapped. Right. But... The one time, or both times, he was just being, like, choked or whatever, pretty much. Yeah. And for for as gangster as you want to be, fucking pass out like a man. Yeah. If that's the the persona you're going off of, is that you're the hardest man on the planet, fucking go out like a man. Go out on your fucking seat. Go out fighting, motherfucker. Yeah, go out on your fucking seat. You better be gripping them fucking hands. Right, right. Right, not not on all fours taking taking it up the ass. Or just letting them fuck you. All right. You don't want to say you don't want to make me say fuck you because he said take it on the ass. I'm like, or just let him put you out. You know, fuck, wait for that shit, dude. He yeah. he he quit. He quit after that first round. You everybody's seen it. Yeah. I'm talking about even with Diaz too. And he quit. Once he goes on the ground, he quits. I'm still with Diaz on that match. The second, he did the second rematch. I think so too. I think they just gave it to him. Yeah. Just to keep his keep the money train going. Yep. So uh, what, what else you got in the news? Because you, you you wrote down a lot of news today. Okay, so so did you see on Ariel Hawani that probably not Josh Barnett okay signs with Bellator I didn't know that. right on right on the show. I just, I just knew that 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 happened. I didn't now Josh Ariel. now Josh Barnett is a very good grappler. He's a very good. He's been on the grappling scene for a very long time. His uh, UFC career was cut very short because of a uh, drug inf- incident, I guess, or a doping well, that incident. That was like his second second stint in the UFC. Yeah, his second thing, his second second run in the UFC. But I mean, to to his defense, Usada was really trying to uh, punish people back then. It wasn't trying to like look at what was actually happening. Yeah. Because it was a tainted supplement and they, they gave him what five years or something? Something crazy. It was it was an absolute ludicrous fucking number. But anyway, his his suspension is up 
and he said, fuck you, I'm going to sign with Bellator. So I'm looking forward to good fights with him, and uh, maybe he'll give Ryan Bader a run for his fucking money. I'm not, I'm not hating on Josh Barnett, but who's to say that maybe UFC just declined on re-signing him? Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm just – I'm saying like, you know, like, oh, yeah, he said fuck UFC. No, maybe he didn't have that choice. <laughs> well, yeah. It just sounds better. Yeah, it does sound better. Because Josh Barnett's kind of a little bit out of the loop. You know what I mean? Like, I still fuck with Josh Barnett, but I'm saying I feel like – He's kind of just not really that exciting these days because we don't see him. So Yeah, we don't see him in the main You actually got enough focus on other people. Right, right. But he is a very good fighter, and I look forward to seeing him fight. Now, on to my favorite fighter. Did you hear about this? Let's... Jose Aldo? Probably not. Go ahead. Okay. So Jose Aldo has two more fights left on his contract. Okay? Okay, one condition or something? Kind of. So he doesn't – he wants to fight McGregor no matter where it is. Okay. But what he wants to do – he's only 32 years old, so he's still got a lot to give, and he's going through people left and right. He beat Jeremy Stevens. He beat Minato Mokano. So he's, he's, he's at the top of his game. So it's not like he's on his way out per se. But after the two fights, he says that he's looking for a different career. A career in boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, he wants to be a boxer. And he said he'll he'll sign with the UFC as long as they'll let him go box. Yeah. So he wants to go box, and he wants to maybe continue fighting on the UFC. But he's done – he's been with the UFC for a while. He's He's been in MMA for a long time. He's looking to go into boxing. So um, we'll see how that goes. I, I think he's a better – MMA fighter than a boxer. You think he used that as leverage or something? Maybe he wants them to offer him more money? That's not going to give him the money. If they're like, well, look, we ain't going to let you box, but we'll give you more money for the last two fights. Maybe, but I don't think so. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean because because at this point, you, you let Connor go box. I probably, I probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch out of a box, but... Yeah, I mean, I'd like Somebody to. Somebody showed me, and I would. Watch and the thing it. is that Aldo said he doesn't want to just jump into the big, big title picture or the big name fight. He said he wants to start at the bottom. He'll start at the bottom and work his way up. He says he understands that he knows his name gets him ahead of other guys. Yeah. But he doesn't like. He doesn't want to use that per se. He wants to start at the bottom like normal people and work his way up to a title. He doesn't want to just use his name to. Get ahead, which yeah. I can respect. Um, like I said, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it, but if it does happen and somebody shows it to me, I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'd like to see what he does, but <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to be like DVR and that shit. And he's my favorite fighter. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just can't even imagine his, his little baby hands holding <laughs> fucking boxing gloves. Right. I don't know. So uh, the next, the next uh, little thing that I got is, uh, did you see that? Uh, Leo Tomachita is fighting Chael Sonnen, <laughs> June 14th yeah. at MSG for Bellator. Yeah, so it, it's it's I mean, a little crazy matchup-wise. I, I think they're fighting a light heavyweight. Yeah. Um, I'll go as far as saying Chael's probably going to have an easy win. Yeah, I think so, too. Machita, this is one of those 
legend leagues, kind of, you know, where you're you're a little past your prime. I think I think the drinking the piss kind of catching on thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is so sick that he does that every fucking morning. <laughs> Leota Machida drinks his own piss every morning. If you don't know, now you know, Machida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that's a sickening thing that I that we found out about Leota Machida. But it is what it is. Okay, so on to the next little news thing that we got. Yoel Romero pulls out of the Jacare fight. Pneumonia or something? Yeah, that's what I hear. I hear he's got pneumonia. And he's unable to get well enough to go through a, a training camp properly to fight Jacare. I'm sure there's certain fighters right now that are like, literally like, so pissed. Because they're like, I, f- I fought through all that shit. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, but at the time, this is this has got a lot of title contention written on it. Yeah. Personally, I wouldn't pull out of that fight. I mean, I I don't know. I would say the hell with pneumonia. Pneumonia takes a couple weeks to get over. And then you, you get back on track. So you're down, what, three weeks? So you take a nine-week fight to a five-week fight or four-week fight. Come on, man. You can do that. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I think the first time they fought, the Jacare won. That wasn't what the judges thought, but mm-hmm. I think Jacare beat him the first time they fought. Mm-hmm. So now, now that he's pulled out and said he's not fighting, yeah. guess who's his replacement? Paul Acosta. Paul Acosta. That's so great, isn't it? Now it's, it's, a, it's a little crazy because I feel like he's a dirty motherfucker. Why is he a dirty motherfucker? His last fight with Uriah Hall. What'd he do? Kicked Uriah Hall in the balls three fucking times and then and then won because Uriah Hall was off because he got kicked in the balls three fucking times. Yeah, hey, Uriah Hall's got a big target there. <laughs> That's sick <laughs> that you would know. <laughs> But no, but the thing that that kind of blew me is I thought he had failed a Usada test. Hold on, I need to tell everybody about your hidden talent. My hidden talent? You know, he knows every fighter's cup size. Shut the fuck up <laughs> with your gay ass. Hold on, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're the one. You're the one talking about. He's got an easy target. I said he had an easy target. So what? Uh... <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Okay, so I thought Polo Costa had failed a Usada test. But apparently that was all bullshit, and Yoel Romero was just making up rumors. Well, he he pulled out of the fight originally. Who did? <laughs> so this so this is the wild thing. Okay, uh, break it down for me because I'm uh, Yoel was scheduled to fight Paula. That's the way it should be. That fight is need, needs to happen. That fight needed to happen. Paula pulled out. Okay. For unknown reasons. Okay. Yoel told everybody, like I guess. He failed a test. That's what I thought I was told. That's what I heard. And then you allowed to pull it out. And then somehow Paula can come back and fight now. Right. Same type. Same. So, so what I hear is that when you all said that Paulo failed a test, that that this was a, a big kind of accusation and you can't say that anymore like you could back in the old days like you can't say that somebody failed a test because now that has uh, a bigger weight to it than than it used to so what Paula came back and says I'm I've been tested by USADA a lot 
and I've never failed a, a USADA test at all. Yeah, he's always been real adamant about that because people accuse him because he has a perfect body. He looks like a fucking action figure. He looks like he doesn't belong in, in middleweight <laughs> he, at all. He doesn't look human. Like, there's not a shred of fat on this man at he, all. He also has a, like, you know, decent face and everything. He looks like a a fucking meaner version of Sage Northcutt. You know what I mean? He's like that clean-cut look. Yeah, he's he's a aggressive Brazilian Sage Northcutt. Yeah, he, he's the um, he's the bad guy in the Sage Northcutt movie. <laughs> you go, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Because he's darker. He's got the darker hair. Oh, because he's black? <laughs> First of all, he's not black at all. Oh, because he's darker, he's got to be the bad guy? Well, you know, they always say the dark, you know, like, uh-huh. bad guys always have darker clothes. Uh-huh. Go ahead. He's got Go the ahead. dark hair. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So uh-huh. North got frosted tips. Bro. Uh, where's your dark, where's your Doc Martens at, you racist son of a bitch? Come on. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> Doc Martens for being racist? Yeah, I mean, hey. It's, That's it's, a thing? Yeah, it is a thing, actually. Do you own a pair of Doc Martens? I do not. Oh. And you do not. You know, see a little, I'm a little on the darker side. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Go ahead. So, you got any other news? Yeah, I got a lot, actually. Um, So, speaking on Yolo Romero, you know he made a bet with uh, Jorge Masvidal? No. Okay, so this is pretty cool. So, Yoel Romero and Jorge Masvidal made a gentleman's bet of whoever wins the belt first, the other person has to pay for an all-expense-paid uh, all trip to Las Tierras in uh, Dominican Republic. So, so, if Jorge wins, if George, wins, if George Masvidal wins the title... Yeah. Yoel Romero has to pay for him to go to the Dominican Republic all expenses paid and vice versa if Yoel ran. That sounds like a lot of fucking money. It, it most likely is. I'm th- we're talking like probably 50k or more. I don't know actually because things are cheaper over there. Yeah, but I mean if I told if me and you shook hands on who's going to win a title first give you an all expense free trip to Ocean City or wherever. That's that's still a lot of fucking money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but that, I thought that was pretty cool. And now you see Jorge Masvidal knocking people out left and right. I mean, maybe maybe that, you know, put a little... Uh, I mean, he, he was on a reality show. Who was? Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, that was... That's why he was out for a while. He oh, back. okay. But I thought that was pretty cool how yeah, they, yeah. they did that. So, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I guess if you've been on on Instagram and Twitter, you've seen this: the goat Artem Lobov gets slapped by Pauli Marginali. I don't know why I just don't give a shit. It's not that big of a deal because these guys are fucking second tier people, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I'm not looking forward to the fight. I'll see the result. I don't really give a shit. He's not even fighting him. What? They're not fighting. I thought they were fighting. <laughs> Dude, that, I think that's fights on this weekend. It's going to be Artem fighting Jason Knight. Yeah, yeah, no. I know that, that fight's going to happen. But after the Jason Knight fight, it's Artem versus Pauli Malinashi, right? Well, what if... He loses? Artem loses. Yeah, then he's fucked. Then it's going to be a different fight. You don't look. Look, you and I both know that Artem's not losing that fight. That's one hundred percent. He's losing that fight. No, it's not. He's not going to lose that fucking fight. 
He's not. The money train is too much for that promotion. The money. If you Jason Knight is an actual, he actually won matches in the UFC. I'm not saying that he didn't. I understand that Jason Knight is a decent fighter, but I'm just saying Artem Lobov brings a lot of attention to that promotion and a lot of a lot of uh, money. How much? More than Jason Knight. No, how much do you want to bet? How, oh, how much you want to bet on this? Yeah. I'll put 20 on it. I was thinking 20. I, I like 20. Okay, we'll put 20 on it. Jason Knight's going to fucking nope. knock him out. Artem Lobov will win that fight. All it has to do is we're just going to win those. I'm, okay, that's fine. You know it's a knockout. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Even if he wins the decision, I win. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Arnold's definitely losing. No, he's not. <laughs> you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> he's the fucking GOAT. Get it right. Come on, motherfucker. He is the GOAT. He will win. But anyway, yeah, they had a little press conference in the gym, and they were talking back and forth. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. And then fucking Polly slaps him. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. I don't know. To me, it's just bullshit. Yeah, it's a little bullshit. A little bit bullshit. Yeah. What else we got here on this news? It, it was. It's been a pretty crazy week. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a way off topic. Okay. Way off in the left field kind of news. It's still MMA, MMA related, but okay. Do you know who Sean Merriman is? No. Okay, Sean Merriman is a really good. Defensive player, defensive NFL player. Okay, I was going to say, damn, you, you stumped me on that name. So, so Sean Merriman played <laughs> for the Chargers. Now I'm not mad because it's just NFL bullshit. Well, he used to he used to go by, everybody says, um, lights out. That's what they call him, lights out Merriman. Because okay. he used to tackle people and knock them the fuck out. He's a really good NFL player. Well, um, I do think I know something. I, I know where this is going because somehow I know about this. Okay, so he goes on TMZ and challenges Dave Batista to an MMA fight. <laughs> what kind of shit is this? So when I first read this headline, I was like, "Holy shit! Would Batista take this fight?" Because Batista has already won an MMA fight. Yeah. He's already won that. That's what he wanted to do right after uh, WWE. He wanted to go into MMA, but he realized that MMA is way harder and way more complex than he was ever willing to deal with. Yeah. And, uh, but he is a Gracie trained jujitsu guy. Um, it's a big boy. He is a very big boy. But to that, but this weekend, Batista's fighting Triple H in WrestleMania. So he's doing movies. He's doing WrestleMania. He's a very busy man. So for Sean Merriman to call him out is just a little odd. So I read into it. And, of course, there's always that underlining reason why he's doing it. So Sean Merriman has just uh, started a his own MMA fight promotion called Lights Out Extreme Fighting. So I think that this is just a publicity stunt to kind of get his MMA promotion up and running. That's cool, I guess. It's cool, I guess. I mean, if you want to get your ass beat by Dave Batista, go ahead. I I, I think Batista would fucking wax that well, ass. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, he just, like, Goldberg style tackled him to the fucking ground knocked him out with, with a takedown? Oh, my God, that would be so awesome. It's fucking crazy. I would watch that over and over again. <laughs> 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 That'd be great. 
And you see fucking Drax the Destroyer getting knocked out so yeah, quick. Motherfucker, but Batista bombed the shit out of him, bro. <laughs> yeah, I still got shorts that say but the animal on it. Yeah. You know I was a big Batista fan back yeah. in the day. Yeah, he's fighting Triple H this weekend, though. Well, what was their group called? Evolution. Yeah. Evolution, Evolution with Ric Flair, Triple H, Randy that was That was my prime time, bro. Yeah, I used boy. to love wrestling back then, that dude. Great. That was great. Good shit. And Orton. Man. Yeah. What else? You got anything else on the news? Um, the only other thing about um, is the Connor thing. The, the Kind of to go back on that with him. Him saying that anti-Muslim shit about Khabib's wife and Khabib saying the racist shit about uh, Connor. Well, you mean rapist. Rapist. <laughs> racist, rapist, Whatever. the same shit, yes, right? <laughs> Either way, they cross the fucking line. Uh-huh. So this has actually made UFC actually reach out to both fighters and both fighter camps to tell them to knock that shit the fuck off. Yeah, and actually Connor did say something uh, on a tweet about that. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean... If if it was genuine, he said the right thing. What did he say? Uh, I'm I'm not gonna go back and look for it, but long story short, he said, uh, "Actually, you guys are right. I I shouldn't have said that, and I think that we need to bring more positivity to the world, or something like that." Right. PR type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His publicist wrote that, not him. But you know, all the Connor fans were like. Oh my God! Yes, you're gonna make a comeback. You know what I mean? Like everybody's like super excited about it. <laughs> I just want to see. I I literally could, I could be happy as shit if they both moved on and they just let the two top fighters fight for the title. Yeah, I'm down with that. Get the fuck just, out of here, you guys. Khabib's got enough money. Connor's got enough money. Let them live their lives Goodbye. in Ireland and Russia, or Dagestan, yeah. whatever. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see. I. If they would just stay in their lane of UFC and not try to branch out way the fuck left field and way the fuck left field, I'd like to see them, you know, have their matches with the yeah. up and coming guys. They both talk too much and fight too little, in my opinion. Exactly, I feel the same way. I mean, and and Tony Ferguson, everything he says about fucking Khabib is completely completely based on facts. Paramasu, how he missed the weight and everything. Oh yeah, it's like, bro, you're not that great of a champ. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you're dominant when you when you're wrestling, but bro, can you even make the weight to go come fight? That's the other thing. You know? I mean, you got to be able to make the weight to fight, and that that's my problem with Connor too. I'm just, All right, so I'm gonna hit whatever. you with, with a few like little news that I can think of real quick. Okay, what you got? What you uh, got? We're in serious talk about Lesnar versus DC for August. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, is Lesnar Les- going to be clean? Is DC finally going to fight? <laughs> I don't I, – I think the answer is no to both of them. All right. So then um, remember uh, Peter Jan or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah. Peter Jan. How he was talking about how the top tens a bunch of pussies in UFC. Because mm-hmm. they don't – nobody wants to sign a fight. Pretty much, yeah. Rivera, Jimmy Rivera just agreed to fight him. That's a decent fight. Yeah, it's a pretty cool fucking I got Yan winning. I, I, the only way Jimmy Rivera's going to win is, it, is a, he's got a puncher's chance to win. He doesn't He doesn't pose a technical threat to beat a Yan or Pete Ray Yan. Whatever, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Uh, 
I say Jan goes uh, second round KO. I'll, even, I'll call it right now. <laughs> I like Jan, but I'm going to go Romero. Okay. Okay. You want to put some money on it too? Nah. Make another 20? We'll, we'll wait. Until, we'll wait. I got to see the. Come on. I'm ready to make $80. I got to see him square up before I call nah, it. Nah, you pussy bitch. <laughs> That's not being a pussy. Look, I, Arnold versus Jason Knight is completely obvious who's going to win in my book. I don't need to see him square up or nothing. These two, it's a close enough matchup to where I want to see the way they look at each other and everything else. Peter Young's going to look right through him. And Jimmy <laughs> Rivera's going to fucking cry like a bitch. <laughs> uh, that's that's all I can really think of right now. Yeah, that, this news. Uh, oh, remember uh, I, was, I was telling you I, I was listening to the the podcast with, and the Galea Roundtree was on it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I want to hear this. So Johnny Johnny Walker, right? His what was his? It was that his debut? Yeah, his UFC debut. His UFC debut was he was fighting Galea Roundtree, and I remember thinking like this guy's. Gonna get his ass whooped by Claire Roundtree. That's what I thought. And he just clinched him, and and everybody was like, "Oh, Johnny Walker's serious." When you heard that fucking elbow hit, you heard it throughout the he, whole arena. It just looked like Claire Roundtree was a little kid or something, you know? It was like crack. Yeah, and um, so Claire Roundtree literally was like, after that fight, he was like, "Everything I know about Muay Thai and clinch is wrong." So this motherfucker. Went to Moy, um, what the fuck? Thailand. Went to Thailand to learn Muay Thai. He was he was in Thailand for four months, bro. Good. That's 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 fucking dedication. That's taking that's taking your losses and taking them as lessons learned and moving on to become a better fighter. And that's exactly what he needs to do. Now, who's he got to fight up against next? Do you I, remember? I couldn't tell you. Oh man, I forget. But he does have an upcoming fight against oh, someone. Um, oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one too. Eric Anders. Yeah, yeah, Eric, Eric Anders. Anders. Eric Anders. Oh my god, it's a fight night right there. So, so, so he's gonna take all that, all those lessons learned, and use it into this new fight. And Eric Anders isn't one to clinch anyway. So I can't wait to see this fight. Eric Anders is a motherfucker. He's a savage. So I mean, him it, versus Tiago Santos. That's all you got to watch to see the extent he, of his savagery. And he didn't. He didn't stop until he literally had nothing left. He had. He left his whole soul on that fucking mat. It was great. It was but, a great fight. I highly recommend anybody to watch Tiago Santos versus Eric Anders. It was a great fucking fight. Both of them have fights come up. Yeah, they do. Because Tiago Santos is going to be the new fucking champ after he beats John Jones. I mean, dude, when I heard that fight was even getting rumored, I was excited. <laughs> everybody, you can go back. I don't remember uh, the first of the year or whatever. The first, our first podcast for the first, you yep, know, after for 2019. January, we all, we, me and him, we went over our predictions on who's going to be the uh, champ at the end of the year. And I shocked Ricky by even picking him. And you I did. Said, you did. You threw me out of a fucking loop for that. Tiago Santos, light heavyweight champ. And you said, really? I said, fuck yeah, dude. And it's happening. It is unbelievable the path this man has had so far. And now I've become a believer in this guy. And I can't wait to see this fight between him and John Jones. I, I heard you say believer, but are you a Khabibur? <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Khabibur, no, sir. So are we going to get into our current fighter? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Well, let's give everybody a, a, a basic 
just of how we're doing this. Okay. So to build a perfect fighter, we're going to take all the fighters that we've known and we're going to assign them body parts, so to speak. So if we were making the perfect fighter, who's the guy you want? If you could, if you could pick anybody who has a great right hand, who, what right hand of a person would you choose? What left hand of a person would you choose? What kind of chin would you use? Fighter IQ, heart, um, grappling skill, left foot, right foot, knees, elbows, all that. Who would, who would, whose elbows and whose knees would you take to build this perfect fighter? And that's what we're going to come up with right now. And I would say that me and Buddy have similar or different fighters. And no I'm going to. No way it's similar. I think <laughs> it is similar. You'd be surprised on who it took. And and we're going to. We're gonna see who's is a better fighter. Who do who, and if those two fighters would to fight, who would win? Yeah. So I'm gonna give you that. That was that was really good, but I'm gonna give you know uh, the listeners a little bit of a different twist on what I you know the way I was looking at it. Okay. So, um, I imagine, or you can imagine, like a a, a blank mannequin, right? Right. So we're gonna choose a certain fighter and a part, a body part that they like and we'll put it, we'll assign it to the mannequin and that body part gets the power of that person. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're about to get into it. And, but we also, we went into what kind of uh, fight IQ and, you know, um, what kind of like grappling and, stuff like that we didn't we didn't just do physical and we decided to each choose five separate moves that don't have to do with maybe the fighter assignment body parts but we still want our fighter to be able to have as a special specialty move so how do you want to do this ricky do you want to just you do your fighter and then i do my fighter or do you want to go back and forth on each body part what i want to do is I want you to tell me your fighter, I'll tell you my fighter, or vice versa, and then we'll go back and forth on body parts. And then once we've kind of hashed out kind of who's better, then we'll say, would your fighter beat my fighter? That's what I want to do. So you said I tell you my fighter, and then you tell me your fighter, sure. and then we talk about body parts. Mm-hmm. If I tell you my fighter, isn't that telling you about body parts? Kind of. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll go through it. Well, okay. I think, okay, so first of all, I think you're going to have to go first because I don't understand the. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you go. I'll let myself go first and I'll kind of give you the blueprint. Okay. Okay, so this is how I did it. For Fighter IQ, I chose Israel Adesanya. The way he breaks down a fighter is better than anybody else I've seen in a long time. And I can't wait to see him be a champion the chin guys tough chin the guy who can take a punch better than anybody else i know is roy nelson now i'm not talking roy nelson of today i'm talking roy nelson in his prime with his beard and his big old fat belly <laughs> taking taking a punch from mark hunt. The punches. right taking big old mark hunts punches like yeah, I, nobody else i almost chose him Okay. So this is this is probably one of the ones you thought we were gonna have the same. I thought we would. I thought we would. And now this, I know we have the same. Hold, hold, hold on one second. Okay. So Ricky normally goes out of his way to be different than me. Yeah. I feel like to 
this this assignment, I went out of my way to be different than Ricky. <laughs> All right, all right. Because I, I was, my go-to j- chin was Roy Nelson. Yeah, you can't, you can't deny it. Okay, but go ahead. Okay, so, so our my right hand man, my right-handed fighter. Okay. This this one's definitely the same. Okay, yeah, hundred percent. If you think it's the same, it's definitely the same. It has to be the same. <laughs> it, okay, my right hand is Dan Henderson. Yeah, it's the H bomb. I mean, you, I mean, Jesus God, that that Best right hand in, in, in MMA history, almost. Okay, now I do have a caveat too. Now, I did say Dan Henderson slash Francis Ngannou because Ngannou knocks people in the fucking outer space with that right hand. No, so since we're actually gonna simulate a fight between our guys, you have to pick. Okay, okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be Dan Henderson because okay. he's more consistent. I'm gonna say Dan Henderson. Okay, okay, okay. At left hand, left hand, I'm gonna pick Johnny Hendricks. I was close. <laughs> I was I was on that for a while, right, right. But I didn't want to choose him. <laughs> okay, so I picked Johnny Hendricks. And, and now, mind you guys, everything is in their prime. Every per, every person I pick is in their prime. So Dan Henderson's right hand is in his prime when he fucking destroyed Michael Bisping or well, destroyed Shogun. I'll, I'll give you a good way to put this: pre Usada. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Pre Usada, I like that. Okay, so so my left hand was. Johnny Hendricks, who can fucking knock out a truck with his left hand. Big rig. Big, that's, <laughs> that's what they call it. He hits like a truck. That's all right. <laughs> all right. So next is elbows. So okay. we're going down, going down the arm. Elbows. Yes. Now, you might not have heard about this guy. He's a Canadian fighter. He's out of TriStar. He was, he was TriStar's gym's first star before GSP. Okay. His name is David Lawazo. You never heard of him? He had elbows that would just slice you up like knives. And he was he was in the Matt Hughes uh, yeah. era. You want to like, talk about people cutting people with elbows? Remember Ken Flo oh, well, back in the day? Well, I'd say Ken Flo. Ken Flo fought in three different weight classes, and he didn't really no. win a lot. I mean, I'm with you. I'm just, I just meant I remember right. him cutting people up. Oh, yeah. He was, he was a good – and David Loazzo trained him. Okay. So okay. that's kind of where it comes from. Oh, yeah. So David Loazzo for my elbows. My knees, now going down, the knees, the knees is Vanderlei Silva. The both one, of them? Both of them. Both knee, at he, all knees. He's dirty dogs. <laughs> so his clinch work and his knee work on Rampage was just awesome. Now I'm talking pride fight days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Three knees. and just knees the fuck out of It's you. just savage. Now, you could take a knee like Anderson Silva or Yair Rodriguez or something like that, but you won't have the savagery that Vanderlei Silva what has. What about our boy, your boy Aldo? No, Aldo, Aldo don't them, have – He got them good knees. Yo. He, he got does. knee knockout. What was it, Mendez? No, he, he knocked out he knocked out Cub Swanson in eight seconds with two knees. Well, what, did he knock out Mendez with a knee too? Yeah, he did. He, or no, that was a spin back out. No, it was a knee. It was a knee because because uh, oh it was a he missed he the had, elbow he no he had him he had him in a back lock he had him he had him um in a bear hug behind his waist and let him go and he turned around to shoot in on Aldo and Aldo kneed him in the face yeah and that that's now I would well, say yeah we're getting off topic sorry. whatever <laughs> okay so my knees was Vandalay Silva okay my right foot okay right foot Stephen Thompson. Stephen Thompson's Taekwondo fighter. I know he just got knocked out, okay. but he can hold he can hold a person off with his right foot 
better than anybody else in the game. Okay, fair enough. He, he jabs. He kind of reminds me of mm-hmm. if anybody's played Tekken and you know that whole wrong guy with the red hair that juggles people with his foot. Who wrong? Who wrong? Whatever. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. He reminds me of that guy in real life. And my left foot. How could you not take anybody else but Mirko Cobra? Crocob? I can't even say yeah. Mirko Cobra. You sound like uh, Joey Diaz trying to say Steve Steve Whatever, motherfucker. You know who I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> He's got that immigrant mentality. <laughs> oh, Joey, he's from Cleveland. Oh, fuck him. His father Yo, fucking taught him right. <laughs> that motherfucker ain't from... Anyway, uh, yeah. Okay, so you went so, with Mirko Kokot. Yeah. Okay. And that so that takes care of the body, the weapons. Okay. So should I jump in or is this? No, I'm gonna get. I got two more, okay. two okay. more, two more. I got heart. No, oh yeah. Yet. Okay. Nobody has a bigger heart than this guy. This guy. This might be the same. This guy's mental toughness is unmatched, unbelievably. Okay. And it's Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez. That was close. Diego Sanchez's heart is unmatched. He's been in the he's been in the UFC almost fifteen years, yeah. and still whipping motherfuckers' asses. Yeah, and his his wars between Gilbert Melendez, Clay Guido, just it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, I mean he just keeps going and going and going. When you think nobody can, when you're on the deathbed, he's still going to keep going. And and from what I hear, his enthusiasm for MMA has not faltered in fifteen years. Yeah, and he's like. Uh, from you know, just from hearing it, chit chat. I don't, I don't know anybody, but I heard that he's like you know, helps everybody out at the gym. Oh you yeah, know, he's, he's a gym. He's he's that guy. I mean, and look, um, how you had the match with the one guy, special needs. Oh yeah, yeah, he he's did just, he, with Down syndrome. So not only does he have a fighter's heart, but he's got a good kind heart. I know, right? So that was a good choice. Okay. I, I like that. Okay, and my last thing was the grappling or, okay. or the hips. Now, I chose Kamaru Usman or GSP. You can't be on the fence with this. I can't be on – I'm very on the fence with this. Come on. We, we got a battle. I know. I got a battle. Okay. I'm going to choose Kamaru Usman based on the whole Tyron Woodley fight because he he out-wrestled Tyron Woodley so bad that it was just – it wasn't even a contest at that point. And – I wasn't a tire. I wasn't a Usman fan at all, but to see him decimate a good fighter like Tyron Woodley, you you just you have to respect that. Woodley didn't show up for that fight though. Like, let's see a rematch where Woodley, for whatever reason, comes back. He just I understand he didn't show up for that fight, but still five rounds of nonstop wrestling. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you cho- I'm glad you chose Usman. Because I think it's going to come into play. Okay. And, and I think GSP would have been a way stronger choice, in my opinion. Okay. Well, GSP. But you can't back out now. I'm not backing out, motherfucker. <laughs> I stay strong with my people. I, I feel confident. You my, feel confident? My guy's going to whip okay. guys. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you choose. I'm going to let you show your show your cards real quick, and then we'll get into move sets afterwards. Yeah, I think I think that's a good idea. Okay. Okay. Show me what you got. Show me what All you right, got. So we'll start start from the top, like you do. All right. Fight IQ. I like my choice over yours again. Oh, I'm sure you do, motherfucker. Dominic motherfucking Cruz. Oh, fuck Dominic Cruz. The smartest motherfucking IQ when it comes to fights, hands down, is Dominic Cruz. 
Okay. He sees every little fucking thing. He does. He does. He does see a lot, but he can't do a lot. Yeah, he can. He just. He injures himself. But when he's in there, he performs. <laughs> yes, he does. Except if it's fucking Cody Garbrandt. He had Andrew. But he didn't, he didn't want to fucking, he didn't want to back out. Okay. So, perfect, perfect start. Okay, chin. I actually wrote jaw, but chin, same thing. Uh, DC, Daniel Cormier. Whoa, okay. I didn't expect this. Okay, okay, that what you got? man took Anthony Johnson. He did. He punches. took he took Anthony Rumble Johnson. The punch. only thing that put him out was a head kick by John Jones. Yeah. Okay. So and and I can't deny that man's got a fucking chin on him, taking them punches the way he did. There. Wow. That w- yeah. I can't. I okay. And okay. he took plenty of good punches from John Jones and everybody. You know what I mean? He's he's taking a lot of punches and he just he he's got a chin on him. Yeah, he does. All right. So what was next? The right, right hand? hand. Right you hand. Know, you know what right hand is. Okay, you're gonna say Hendo. Hendo. All right, left hand. Okay, what you got? Conor McGregor. Ah, the Conor left. Oh uh, yeah. So like, see now, now I will say Conor's Conor's left is a little bit more accurate. That's where I went. That's why I chose him over Johnny uh, Bigrig because I already have a power strike with my right hand. Right. Okay, so like, and like, you think of McGregor, he never really got that one punch knockout. He would just he would left hook, and or left straight and um. And then drop him, and then TKO him. So, come with the left with the accuracy. But if we need to, we might catch him with that right. Okay. Okay. So elbows. Excuse me, guys. I got to pick up my thing, uh, my paper. So elbows. We'll start with the right elbow. Oh, you going elbow in? Okay. Okay. I mean, you had two elbows. No, right? I didn't. No, I didn't. But go ahead. Go ahead. It's your world, son. I'm just, my world. You just, you just I'm living just, it. I'm just I'm trying <laughs> to get a nut, son. That's all right. All right. So right elbow, Curtis Blades. Okay. For the ground pound elbow. Okay. Left elbow, John motherfucking Bones Jones. Oh, fuck John Jones. Left that piece of shit, that, motherfucker. With that jab elbow. Oh, that little spinning elbow. That, there he is. Piece of shit, motherfucker. All right. So then. Yeah, Pico Graham all day long. Go ahead. Heart. Okay. Oh, you jumping in a heart? Okay, go okay, ahead. Because this is the next one down. Okay. Okay, so heart. I like your choice. I was I was I was close to that one. Okay. But I had to go with my man raging Al. Al Alicuenta, okay. okay. So he, he don't have no he don't have no stopping him. There there is no quitting on him. I will say that. No quit in Raging Al. So when, when I, I think I beat you though, going. I think I beat you though, because well, you know, okay, it, it, yeah. you might have one edge on me. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll go with right knee. Okay, Johnny motherfucking Walker. <laughs> He's he a got, nasty dude. Oh he my got god, that savage! Knockout. Yeah, he oh did. my god, that was savage. Then you got left knee. Can you take a guess, and then I'll just tell you. A left knee. Oh yes. Who else, who else am I giving that knee to? I have no idea. Chris motherfucking Wyman. Oh my god, get the fuck out of here. You know why? Why? Because that left knee fucking broke Anderson Silva's bone. <laughs> so that, that left knee's there just in case they try to leg kick me. Just in case they try to leg kick me, that knee's there. I'll fucking oh my god. leg get around the my motherfucking Chris Wyman knee. That boy's got a fucking knee. So now we got, I hope I knee bar your ass. <laughs> we got right, right foot. Yeah, motherfucking cowboy. 
Cowboy uh, Cerrone? Yeah. Okay. Just imagine that one uh, epic-ass fucking combination that when he finishes of, with the right leg kick right that to was the a, face. I, that, I think that was a left kick. No, it wasn't. It wasn't? 100% it wasn't. Okay, okay. So he did have one of the best combinations in MMA where he – it was three – it was a left left hook, right hook, left body, uh, right hook to – and then kick to the head. And the guy was leaning over. I think it, it was, was uh, so nasty. It was so perfect. What was the guy's name? The nightmare, um, not the nightmare. Yeah, I, I don't remember the guy's name. Damn. But he he took uh, he took that combination like a motherfucker. I cannot remember his name to save my life. Ricky Story, Rick Rick Story. Oh, Rick Story. Okay. Yeah. Night Nightmare Story. Or something. What the what the fuck was this middle? Is it horror story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's what I was saying. Story. Like, nightmare. Okay. So, uh, left foot, we're going with Marlon Marais. Uh, oh, okay. He's, he's got that fucking baseball bat fucking oh my kick, God, dude. It's so fucking fast. I'll give you that. What? <laughs> I'll give you that. That's a fast motherfucker. All right. Last but not least, the hips, a.k.a. grappling. Yeah. Diego Sanchez. What? Drop the mic, son. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Like, it, like his wrestling is fucking so funny. Look at his last two matches. His, wrestling, his wrestling is on point, but it's not to the level of... Mar Usman. Fuck you. It's not. Fuck it's, you. It's not. It's not. It's not. Let's call a spade a spade, son. Okay, he can, he's got great takedown defense, but he does not have offensive grappling like Kamara. He just doesn't. I would fucking definitely disagree with you. No, because he beat Mickey Gall. He beat Mickey Gall with with wrestling, but it wasn't offensive wrestling. It was defensive wrestling, and and yet. How was that defense? Because he's taking him down. No, Mickey Gall was coming into him. He was using Mickey Gall's momentum to take him down. He wasn't trying to advance that. And then what about when he ran in on um, Craig White? That's hard, son. That's not. That's not. Has nothing to do with. He grappling. ran in and dropped him on his fucking head and beat him and kept top position the whole match. That's aggression. That is not wrestling. That's wrestling. He kept him. He, that's wrestling, bro. That's not wrestling, that's bro. That's wrestling. That's wrestling. <laughs> that's not wrestling, son. That's not wrestling. Okay, you whatever. Whatever. Damn whatever. All, all right, so all right. Let, let, let's hear your moves. We'll, right. we'll do one and one for them. All right, all right. My my first move is uh, suplex to armbar, Mighty Mouse. I want to see that. Okay, I want to well, see that's... more of those combination moves. That's one of my moves. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. All right, so. Uh, what you got? I'm going to take Stockton Slap. <laughs> 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 Ricky's uh, almost died, guys. Oh my god! I was not prepared. You can't for that. drink. You can't drink anything around me. I was not prepared for that. So <laughs> the fucking start the slide. So that was a joke. <laughs> but I will stick with Nate Diaz, and and I'll say I'll take his triangle. Okay, okay. Because I like how he you know flips people off and gets you know gets a sink in and flips them off. And he he does know how to sink in a triangle. Okay. Uh, my next move is Jose Aldo's leg kicks. Okay. Come at me, bro. Ooh. I got Chris Wyman's knee. Hey, I'll tell <laughs> you. What he did to Uriah Faber's leg? No. What happened to Chris Wyman's knee? I don't know, son. I don't know. Gonna, I'm just gonna, saying. That leg going to break. As fast and as quick as they are, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, okay. So, let's see. Uppercuts of 
Francis Nagano. Oh my god. Okay. 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 <laughs> I can't. I can't deny that. That's fucking nasty. That is savagery at its finest. So I'm already three deep, by the way. Three deep. Fuck you. Three moves deep. Okay. Just to let you know because I cho- also chose a Mighty Mouse name. Oh, okay. So, memory. I was like, yeah, Mighty Mouse. Name. All right. So here's my third move. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I did choose Dan Henderson as my right hand. Okay. So I gotta choose the H bomb. I just figured it was implemented or whatever. You know, re- realize that H bomb. I'll give you another one. Okay. Since you already use his hand, he's obviously doing H bomb with that. Okay. So good, and I mean, I'm saying I'll, I'll give you one more if you want. Okay. Okay. You want me to go ahead, or you want to go ahead? Go ahead. You can go ahead. All right. Um. Where's my fourth one? Oh, Damian Maya's rear naked choke. Ah, okay. Okay, I see your rear naked choke with Damian Maya, and I'll raise you the rear naked choke of Charles Oliveira. Almost went there, but I feel like Maya's is just more consistent. See, see, but Maya loses that choke. Oliveira has never lost a choke when he got it in. <laughs> now, Maya has been has been successively defended. Charles Oliveira has never been successively defended. Okay, okay. So that that I raise you that and I say I win on that one. Whatever. Okay. Okay. So who's your what's your next one? What's your next one? Okay, I got two because I'm not sure if you're gonna allow me to use the first one. What do you, well, why no why wouldn't I allow you? It's not technically a move. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um Anderson Silva, the spider, his head movement. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Lou. What's your What's your second moment? Uh, if you weren't gonna let me have that, I was just gonna say his front kick. Oh my god. Okay. So I'll do head movement if you're gonna allow it. Yeah, I'll allow it. That's okay. that's good movement. I mean that that's a move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I mean, he just he's, like a... he's very elusive. I'll say it. I'll say it. he's he's just he's more elusive than Max Holloway. Right. And that's that's who I would choose. So you're gonna let me have one. Okay, I'll say the flying knees. Okay, flying knees of Yair Rodriguez. Okay. That kid has, has star written all over him, and I can't wait to see his next fight. That shit with the Korean zombie, that fight was fucking awesome, and I can't stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I know that was last year, but I can't wait to see his next fight. I it wasn't that long ago. Well, I mean, it was 2018. It was in December, but whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's still it's still great, really great fight. So is that four from you or five? That was four, technically. Well, where's your fifth one? Well, you you didn't want to you didn't want to give me Dan Henderson, so I got to pick another one. Oh yeah, okay. So I thought that was the one I want to fly. No, uh, so, the so you one, got one more. One on a fly. I'm gonna say John Jones is uh, kick to the knee, the Wing Chun style kick. I thought you were gonna tell me I poked. Like, you, dirty <laughs> motherfucker, I'm not you don't understand how upset I was at first. I was like, damn, you just won with that iPod. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck yeah. I should, I, you know what? I'll take it back. I'm going to say John Jones' iPod because that is. Dirty bastard. <laughs> I will guarantee to win because I got the steroids and the iPod on my side. Well, see, that's one thing I forgot to mention. I actually want. The picograms in my fighter. Oh fuck that! I literally have a. Uh, if you get the picograms, I get TRT. I get TRT from fucking Vitor. What part? Who? who hold on. What, what one was your Vitor? I, it, it wasn't. I'm just saying. If you get picograms, I get fucking TRT. That that's how that works. 
If you're, if everybody's you're gonna... on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Our guys are juiced to the gill. That's all right. That's, okay, okay. We'll we'll just say that. We'll just say that. Our guys are juiced to the fucking kills. Then this is super heavyweight. Just think of us that because we did. That's kind of we just put a bunch of we killed them all and chopped off pieces. This is how we really did it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That works. And I'll tell you what, man, that that will be a great fucking fight. Between the, our two people that we that we made right now, so your guy, yeah. Do you feel like he favors striking or grappling? No, he's gonna he's gonna favor striking. I mean, striking. <laughs> Ricky, I think I think you might have drank a little bit. A little bit, okay. He's sipping a little grandpa's medicine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's gonna favor striking because he's got fucking Dan Henderson's right hand. He's got Ty Hendricks' left hand. He's got David Lawazzo's elbows, Vanderlei's knees. He's gonna he's gonna favor striking. Yeah. So who's your guy gonna favor striking or grappling? Definitely striking, 100% striking. So this is going to be a stand-up so, fight. Yeah, I was going to say, my, my grappling was mostly based off of defense. That I mean, that's another reason why Diego Sanchez's grappling works more for my style. Okay, I can you know, see that. Usually, I mean, I, 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 Kamaru's mine's all right, but I mean, that's... He's more aggressive. But that's kind of, because I was actually thinking, who's a really good defensive uh, grappler? That's what made me choose him. Okay, the defensive grappling. Yeah. Take down defense. Well, I mean everything. I mean it's it's just grappling in general, but I mean that's that's what really what drove me to him because I was thinking of, I was I was trying to brainstorm. I was like, who's a really good defense? And I was like, I was thinking of other people, but then I was like, yeah, but David Sanchez also has a um a good offense with grappling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, if I if I had to choose with with the grappling and everything, I want a more aggressive fighter. But in the striking, I want a more elusive fighter. I think that's why I went with Israel Adesanya as the fighter IQ to diagnose the fight and be elusive. <laughs> yeah, but you got – see, where I think I I really beat you is because you don't have balance with your with your, with your your hands. What do you mean I don't have – okay, okay. <laughs> you got so, two one-punch <laughs> knockout arms. That's all, like, hey. I hit you with the left. I can hit you with the right. I'm going to swing it one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. If it connects, you're dead. At least I got uh, accurate you, speed punch. You do. You do. Okay. I say you got some <laughs> speed on you, and you got some accuracy. But if I hit you, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Now I will say that my clinch work will probably be better than yours because of I got Kamaru Usman and I got David Lawazov's elbows. Vanders lay Silva's knees. That clinch work is just better. How are you going to clinch me? Hmm? What do you mean, how am I going to clinch you? You're not going to get close enough. How, how, why would you say that I wouldn't get close enough to clinch you? What's going to stop me? Chris Weidman's big-ass leg? I don't <laughs> fucking think so. Uh, Come on, who's going to stop me? What's going to stop me? There's only one way to really decide this. I, I think we could debate this all day. Oh, I'm I'm sure we could debate but this all day. I think I want to. I want to try and do, like, not Photoshop, but you know, same same idea. Okay. And then we'll put the two fighters next to each other, <laughs> and then we can let the world decide. Okay, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. You put it on Twitter. You put it on Instagram. I don't give a fuck. Get give me give me like a week or two. Like no, probably like a, a week, week or two. Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, give me a, a day or two. Okay. <laughs> you know, like after the weekend or something, yeah. I'll probably have it done. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll put it up next week. 
We'll put it up sometime next week, everyone. And I want you guys to vote on it and see. Remember to vote Ricky because <laughs> I'm the winner on this. No. <laughs> I, I think my guy, footwork and everything else. We didn't even talk about footwork. Yeah, we did. No, you talked about fighter IQ and everything. And okay, like, fighter IQ, but that okay. So fighter IQ is kind of like what is the overall overall drive of the fighter? I mean, in a lot of ways. Yeah, his tactical like, plan. I would they, say his tactical. What would they plan. focus on? Are they going to focus on footwork? I think you know what I mean. So okay, it's going to fight like that person in a way. Hey, he's gonna he's gonna counter those person's tactics. Yeah, that's maybe, what maybe I thought as fighter IQ. Yeah, like some movement and stuff because fighter IQ comes with movement, or mo- movement comes with IQ, or whatever. That does a little bit. So but, like, I mean, you pick, you picked uh, Anderson Silva's elusiveness with no, his head no, no, movement, just just the head movement, just that's, the head movement. So like he's quick with head movement. He is. I don't I don't mean like the the showboating part. If if hold you know, on, like, hold on, hold on. So the showboating and so, the head movement kind of go hand in hand. So. Kind of, but not really because he also – when he's serious, he's still got that real quick fucking side-to-side uh, So, movement. So what fight would you consider him being serious at? It's parts of fights. Okay. And so, I, I'll, have to, I'll have to find a clip and show you. Well, I mean can you tell, tell me one opponent off the top of your head that, that you can – because what I'm thinking of is I'm thinking of Forrest Griffin. When you say head movement, because he just made Force miss so much in that fight that it tired Force out. Okay, so Bisming, when he fought Bisming, he got clipped a bunch of times. By the oh way. yeah, he fucking got clipped. <laughs> but I, I'm sure that I could find some where it's like he wasn't exactly showboating and his head movement was just on point. I mean, Rich Franklin, fucking Chris no, 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 but those guys. I don't, I don't think that he actually had like had the move. Bisping gave gave enough strikes to where you could really see his head movement, right? Like how good it is. Same thing with Forrest. I'm not saying that the, that his head movement's not on point. What I'm saying is, I mean, the showboating is part of the head movement, just like Israel Adesanya. His showboating is part of the IQ, where he has to he has to get into your head in order to win the fight. I mean, look what he did with Brunson. I mean, he just he just, I don't think that he really. I don't think it was. I don't think he played head games with him. Well, he jabbed he him. He jabbed him and walked away. And then, I mean that that's showing that you have zero respect for this man. Yeah. And that would that would get in anybody's head. I'm sorry if you jabbed me in my face and then walked away like you didn't do shit. That would get in my head. Yeah. Well, fine. that would make I mean, me want to just Give me the showboating with it. Go ahead. Please. I mean, I'd rather give you showboating. But again, showboating can be a disadvantage, like they did with uh, Damian Maya in Abu Dhabi, or like he did with Nate Diaz. Yeah, or or was Chris it Nate? Chris Weidman. Yeah, Chris Weidman. He got he got caught. Yeah, yeah, he got caught. He got caught. That, that's all there is to it. Now, who was your chin again? Who who was your jaw? Motherfucking DC. Fucking DC. You ain't knocking me out, bro. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to knock you out. I want to choke you out. That's what I want to do. A striker. Okay. Heavy I'll, base striker. No, no what I want to do is I want to hit you with the left hand, with Johnny Hendricks hand, and I want to clinch you. Come on, Johnny Hendricks. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> He'll <All> right. <laughs> I want to hit you with Johnny Hendricks, 
and then I want to knee you with Vanderlei Silva, and then I want to choke you out with Charles Oliveira. That's what I want to do. Okay. And I'm telling you, that's how it would go down. Giving us likes, giving us follows, giving us subscribes. 
I know I've been getting excited by hearing all the comments and all the interactions with you guys with social media and everything. It's great, and I'm happy that you guys are listening. This is awesome. I, I'm just watching everybody kind of engage with Buddy and engage with us and, and yeah, the social, have back and forth. It's great. The social networking is like networking. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to talk to us, don't be shy. I talk to plenty of people, and I mean, if I don't get back to you right away, I'm probably at work, busy yeah. or something. But I always get back to people. That's right, man. Well, I had a fun time today, man. It was a great show. Side note: um, I was looking at some of our old, like, or even our first pictures. What pictures of what? Like on Instagram. Uh huh. And I was looking at the likes. Mm-hmm. We have we have a lot of like, like each photo will have one verified fighter. Liking our stuff. Oh, that's cool. Like our first picture ever on Instagram, uh, Bilal Muhammad liked it. Hey man, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that all these fighters hear us, and hopefully, <laughs> hey, if if you're if you're a fighter and you want to get on the show, just contact us. We'll love <laughs> to have you on the show. Now <laughs> yeah. we ain't gonna pull no punches, and we ain't gonna be no bitches either. So if you if you're not get, we're not gonna sit here and kiss your ass. We're gonna we're tell you how it is. Either. No, we're not gonna attack you either. But I'm <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not out to kiss anybody's ass. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll have our own twist on it. We're, we're we're just looking to keep going. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're not gonna do no. We're, we're gonna wait for next week's show for fight predictions. But, yeah. Because uh, there aren't any fights this weekend. I'll tell you. I'll tell you these these fights coming up. I just I just gotta say I I, I am completely unsure who I want, who I am gonna go with. In which fight? The main, the main event. Which is? Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier. Oh, my God. It's their second fight. How can you not go with the guy who's blessed? There's a lot of reasons why I'm probably going to go with Poirier. I'm, I, I, I'm honestly, like, leaning towards Poirier. Okay. I'm leaning, I have to lean towards Max Holloway. My initial thought was Max Holloway. But then I'm thinking about a lot of things, and that's what we're going to be getting into next week. All right. I can't wait till next week. Yeah. So we'll be going to get out of here. Yeah, man, let's get out of here. That's all right. I'm cool with that. Let's get out of here, man. What you think? I think that we gonna. (laughs) I don't even know, man. I'm like, I'm I'm getting cold in here, dude. Normally it's warm, like way too warm. (laughs) But like Ricky was like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm gonna make him freezing, and I can't demonstrate." Fuck you! I'm get I'm gonna freeze you out, motherfucker. Like I'm sitting here shivering. I'm trying not to make it obvious. That's why. That's why I'm getting caught up in my words. All right, well, remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook. the whole nine. MMA Marks, look us up. Can't wait to hear from you guys. Um, with that being said, I'm Ricky. I'm Buddy. And we're out of here. Safe. See you.